the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Somebody would have told you that the state of Georgia would elect two people who would intellectually, honestly be called, what do they say, uh, crypto-communist or neo-communist, you know, like they have neo-fascist. Uh, it, you would say that it was not possible. This is Georgia. But that is apparently what happened. Uh, I have no idea how much, if any, cheating took place. I always say, and nobody has an answer to this, no one. Would What would stop Democrats who could get away with it from cheating? I I don't have proof. I have very strong circumstantial evidence about the presidential election, but I have no proof. But if you had the opportunity of stopping a person you believed was a fascist, a white supremacist, a racist, and a dictator from winning, wouldn't you cheat? I would. I'm perfectly honest with you. I, I would feel morally bound to do so. So that combined with the fact that that they've cheated in the past, they cheated in the, in the Nixon-Kennedy election, would, would of something you people can be certain, there is no morality, there are no moral rules that would stop the left from cheating. Or it stopped the Democratic Party. You don't even need the left alone. Today it's the left. The Democratic Party is indistinguishable. That's what is so amazing about the two candidates in Georgia. These these were not people who, perhaps like Joe Manchin, who have some semblance of liberalism left. These are hardcore leftists. In effect, they elected two Bernie Sanders that's one way of looking at it. So to you, I have this to say, because I am speaking as you, if you feel that the country is in jeopardy, which I have felt my whole life. And some people heard it, and some people didn't, or heard it and thought that it was overstated that the country is in, in, uh, in jeopardy of being lost. To you I say what I say to me. If you only fight when you're winning, then you will not win. Right? Is that a good way of putting it? I think we should keep that. 
That's, I learned that from every good uh, battle, including the American Revolution, when Washington was... Uh, nobody would have predicted that he would have won. You have to uh, teach your children adamantly what this country is about and that the left is a greater threat than the Soviet Union ever was. There's no comparison between the threat to this country. I was an adult during the Cold War. I was strongly anti-communist because I, I hate evil. But I, I never I never thought the Soviets would conquer us. But the domestic left, that's a mortal threat. There is a... We're, one of the possibilities of of getting out of this mess, real mess, serious mess, there is, first there needs to be a disengagement uh, from the schools. That's, that's very important. Sending your child to a, a typical American school, and if you live in rural Georgia, it may not be a typical American school, but a typical American school in any urban area is to send your child to loathe everything you stand for and potentially loathe you. So a a vast movement of disengagement must take place. You have corrupted our society. You have lied to our children. It's a very simple test. If the school your child goes to has adopted the 1619 curriculum, which is pure lie, then they cannot stay there. There's homeschooling, there are religious schools, there are some uh, schools still committed to simply teaching what is true, but they can't be in a school that teaches the 1619 Project. So you have a clear barometer of what to do. In California, you sign the petition to get rid of Gavin Newsom. In Pennsylvania, California, states where restaurants are locked down, you open up the uh, you open up your restaurant. I will, in, in certainly in California, I will try for other places. Start announcing names if if it takes fifteen minutes. People have to frequent those restaurants. Fauci, who is a crackpot, is the first time I said he's a crackpot. That man should be directing policy uh, on on this issue like I should be the uh, the manager of a baseball team. Although I would be better, frankly. So I would do no harm. If I managed a baseball team, I wouldn't hurt it. I'm not sure I'd help it. I think the players would enjoy, you know, my uh, talks (laughs) in in the locker room. But uh, uh, he's doing harm. Why he's listened to is his track record is awful. He's a fool. He has just said that, well, maybe we'll be start to open up in the fall. In the fall. A year and a half later. See, to him, the, the, the consideration of how many people are ruined, how many lives are ruined, is not an issue. He just knows virus. He's an idiot savant. But, of course, uh, this will be religion to the new government. President is speaking at this time at a rally 
And let's uh, tune in for a moment and see what he's saying. Now, but you look at that behind. I wish they'd flip those cameras and look behind you. That is the most amazing sight. When they make a mistake, you get to see it on television. Amazing. Amazing. All the way back. And don't worry, we will not take the name off the Washington Monument. We will not. Cancel culture. You know, they wanted to uh, get rid of the Jefferson Memorial. Either take it down or just put somebody else in there. I don't think that's going to happen. It damn well better not. Although with this administration, if this happens, it could happen. You'll see some really bad things happen. They'll knock out Lincoln, too, by the way. They've been taking his statue down. But then we signed a little law. You hurt our monuments. You hurt our heroes. You go to jail for 10 years, and everything stopped. You notice that? It stopped. It all stopped. And they could use Rudy back in New York City, Rudy. They could use you. Your city's going to hell. They want Rudy Giuliani back in New York. We'll get a little younger version of Rudy. Is that okay, Rudy? We're gathered together in the heart of our nation's capital for one very, very basic and simple reason, to save our democracy. You know, most candidates on election evening, and of course, this thing goes on so long, they still don't have any idea what the votes are. We still have congressional seats under review. They have no idea. They've totally lost control. They've used the pandemic as a way of defrauding the people in a proper election. But you know, you know, when you see this and when you see what's happening, number one, they all say, sir, we'll never let it happen again. I said, that's good, but what about eight weeks ago? You know, they try and get you to go. They say, sir, in four years, you're guaranteed. I said, I'm not interested right now. Do me a favor, go back eight weeks. I want to go back eight weeks. Let's go back eight weeks. We want to go back and we want to get this right. Because we're going to have somebody in there that should not be in there, and our country will be destroyed, and we're not going to stand for that. All right. For years, Democrats... Curious to uh, get your uh, your thoughts. I have a lot more thoughts. But today, it's a good time for you to tell me how you feel. I'm not usually the welcome emotions... I love emotions on the male-female hour, happiness hour, but if you have heartfelt things to say, 1-8-Prager-776. I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 
Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. I came up with a phrase in the first segment. If you only fight when you're winning, you won't win. I have zero inclination to give up. The uh, the two years we are in for will be uh, awful, just awful. The damage they will do, because the left's aim is to damage and fundamentally transform the United States of America, and they will have the power to do so. Even with all the judges appointed by President Trump, they simply ignore judges. <laughs> we are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. When I pointed that out to you in 2008, my suspicion, and I've always felt this, I have felt in my life, if I may be personal, I have called this issue clearly my whole life. I know evil when I see it. The left is evil. Liberals are not. Liberals are weak. And... All of my life, I've been explaining how whatever the left touches, it destroys. I don't know, where did I where did I first see it? I guess the universities, then the arts. Those were the two immediate. Now, of course, journalism, medicine, science, history, sports. sports. Oh, well, look, the late night television. I mean, it, it doesn't end. For those uh, old enough to remember late-night television, I've always pointed out the aim of Johnny Carson, and who was his uh, great successor? Jay Leno. People barely knew their politics. right? I, 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 to this day, I don't know what Johnny Carson, how Johnny Carson voted. Johnny Carson and Jay Leno, the these late-night hosts, their belief was, you know, life is tough. Life is tough for the vast majority of people. Let me give them a little brightness at the end of their day. The left's view is life is tough because America stinks, and let me uh, let me politicize my show to tell Americans how awful America is. You wonder then, do they do they have a large audience? Do, do, do they have an audience size comparable to Jay Leno's? Or Yeah, it'd be interesting. The cynicism, even the humor is just so dark and cynical. You should watch, you should have your kids watch replays of uh, the Johnny Carson show. And, and the good-natured... I don't. I don't care about his personal life. It's of no interest to me. It's of no interest to me, in any in any arena of of public life. If a guy wrote a great symphony, I, I really don't care uh, if he was a a philanderer. <laughs> I, I have no interest. I only want to know what. Joy and uplift will his symphony bring to me. That's why I could listen to an evil man like Wagner's music. I dissociate the music from the man.
So all of my life I have been talking about this. And I have had to live with the constant. You have to understand this. I have lived every day virtually with the realization that this greatest experiment in human history is is uh, mortally endangered. There is an existential threat to America. And I had to live with the fact that most Americans had no clue, including Republicans, including conservatives. And so I have made, I've had to make peace with the fact that I have to do what I can do. And that's what you have to do. You have to do what you can do. I wish you could lead a normal life now with the joys of friendship and family and work and hobbies and travel and if you have a good marriage, a good marriage. There are a lot of joys to be had in life. Basically, the non-left wants to be left alone. Allow me to live my life. If I wish to go, to use the present day example, if I wish to go to a restaurant and endanger my life, allow me to. Nobody is forcing anybody to go there. I know that when I spoke about Burbank, California, which is very near where I broadcast, not allowing people to smoke cigars in a cigar store, the vast majority of people thought, I don't smoke cigars. What the hell is the difference? That's it. Uh, I knew it. I knew I, uh, people would, would people, those of you who have listened to me for a long time would know when people would call and say, you know, Dennis, I agree with you 99% of the time. And I used to say, I know what the uh, 1% is, secondhand smoke. Half the time I was right. There is a, this is not self-aggrandizing. I have no interest in doing that. Uh, But uh, there, so please understand that as I'm about to say this. There is a saying in the Talmud, the great gigantic encyclopedia Britannica length series of works of philosophy, law, theology. So of about 1800 years ago, there's a statement, who is the wise man? They have a whole series. Who is the wealthy man? Uh, who is the happy man? Who is, who is the strong man? And uh, this one, uh, what was this one again? Uh, what am I? <laughs> who is the, uh, oh, God. I, when I went through the list, this one left my mind. All right. uh, who is the wise man? So who is the wise man? The wise man is the one who sees what will be born. It's a very interesting phrase. I saw what would be born when they didn't allow people to voluntarily smoke a cigar in a cigar store in Burbank. The president just made a point And as usual, the amount of truths that come out of his mouth 
are greater than the amount of truths that come out of his his accusers. There's no comparison. I made a point that I heard during the break. The press says that any any Supreme Court justice who rules in in his favor is a lapdog of the president. That Bill Barr was a lapdog, and they they make it so that. If you ever do, in fact, in your position, support the president, it it vindicates their charge that you're just a lapdog doing what your master wants you to do. And they uh, they don't want to be considered lapdogs. It's a very uh, it's a very valid point. Let's hear uh, let's hear what he's saying now. And some dead people actually requested an application. That bothers me a bit more. Not only are they voting, they want an application to vote. One of them was 29 years ago died. It's incredible. Over 14,000 ballots were cast by out-of-state voters. So these are voters that don't live in the state. And by the way, these numbers are what they call outcome determinative, meaning these numbers far surpass. I lost by a very little bit. These numbers are massive, massive. More than 10,000 votes in Pennsylvania were illegally counted, even though they were received after Election Day. In other words, they were received after Election Day. Let's count them anyway. And what they did in many cases is they did fraud. They took the date and they moved it back so that it no longer is after election day. All right, so we certainly have uh, have the idea here. one 8 Prager 776 My my worries about the country are even greater than that, though. That's a pretty big deal. Let me me ask those of you who differ with me, what is wrong with having a fair commission— investigate this. Let me ask you another, let me put it another way. If you had to bet your house, for most people their greatest asset financially, if you had to bet your house, would you bet that it was more likely that the Russian government and the Trump campaign colluded in 2016 or that there was fraud on election day in November 2020? Right? You had to bet your house. In my opinion, I believe that the that seventy five percent of this country would bet that it was more likely that there was election fraud on election day twenty twenty than there was collusion between the Trump campaign and the Putin government. Is there any lie the president told that is as important and was as continuous as the media's lie about the Russian collusion? They document theoretically. I mean, it's nonsense. I I, I looked at the Washington Post. 16,000 lies. None of the 16,000 alleged lies comes close to damaging the society like the lie of the Russian collusion did. So, it's, 
these are the large macro questions that I think are fair to ask. I will also like, like to add that the man, with all his flaws, was a great president. Because greatness is what you do. That is, that is f- true for you. It is true for me. It's true for a president of the United States. It's tough to recall the achievement he made economically. The lowest unemployment rates among minorities in the history of measuring unemployment rates. A lot of gratitude on the part of minorities in that regard, wasn't there? You think that if you're in a minority in this country, a racial minority, do you think that you will have the same employment opportunities under democratic rule? You know what the murder rates are? The murder rates, what did I just read? In, in, in Los Angeles, highest in 50 years, I believe. St. Louis. And Los Angeles is also skyrocketing. One of the things you can do if you live in California is sign the petition to recall Gavin Newsom, who is ruining more people's lives than any politician, perhaps in American history, because California is so populous. When you think about it, all he has done is ruin people's lives. He and Eric Garcetti, who has called on people in Los Angeles to snitch on their neighbors like they did in Quebec, Six people gathered for New Year's Eve, and they were arrested. Read my column from yesterday. You should read my column every week if you want more information to send out to people, arguments made in print in 800 words. The the acceptance of virtually all civil liberties being suppressed... The acceptance in in this country of that, in the name of safety, name of health, is is vile, is frightening. Very little scares me, as you well know. That scares me. The quiescence of the American public to the suppression of their most basic liberties for no good reason. L.A. has been on lockdown, and it is a is now called a hotbed, right? What is the word that they use? Epicenter. Epicenter? No, they that they use. There's another one, <laughs> a hot a hot center, an a, a, an epispot. Anyway, you get the point. What what has lockdown achieved other than ruining people's lives? Young people are scared. What's been done to young people is unconscionable. No school, no past, no future. The legacy of the left. There you go. The left is about ruining life. And they achieve it. And people go along because they have the media. The president is right. With the media, you can do anything. The only possible way, I have I've said this decades ago, the only possible way for evil to conquer a society 
is through the lie. And the media are, are liars for a living. Their task is to promote the anti-American agenda of the left. And that's it. That's all. That's what they're dedicated to. Now it should be obvious. There, there might be a silver lining. There might be in all of this. Now, presumably with control of the White House, the Senate, and the House, and being able to do anything, there will be more clarity for more Americans about the mortal threat that the left poses to everything they cherish. However, when you have the media blocking for you, it's very hard. If the media allowed dissenting voices... You think I could get published in the New York Times? I used to have a column in the Los Angeles Times when it was liberal. I, I have, I have dozens of, of pieces that I was uh, published of mine in the Los Angeles Times. They would never publish me today. Never. There are no dissenting voices in the L.A. Times. There are no dissenting voices in the New York Times. Periodically, there's a dissenting voice in the Washington Post at a ratio of about 200 to 1. They're so afraid, correctly, of having articulate conservatives. What is it? Raise the alarm? Is that the term? Sound the alarm of what they're doing. So begin with... Uh, recalling Gavin Newsom. I heard that they've passed a million, but because they throw out some as, you know, the signature isn't quite right. It's amazing how they're very strict on that, not on elections. But anyway, I want them to get two million. Then there's no question that it uh, will be voted upon. Be very interesting to see. If nothing else, it would be interesting to see if it were voted on, how would Californians vote? The brainwash is so effective that people whose lives have been ruined by Gavin Newsom might still vote against his recall. That's, if that isn't proof of brainwash, nothing is. No, 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 I, I don't want to recall him. Yes, I have no job. I have no job because he closed my restaurant. I can eat on an airplane two inches from someone, but I can't eat six feet from someone in a restaurant and keep people employed. So you know what restaurants you will have left? Just the big chains. That'll be it because they could survive anything. What we're having in America is unprecedented. The collusion of big government and big business. They are morally indistinguishable. They feed one another. Big business is as anti-American as the New York Times. There is no difference. Look at Nike. And they're not hurt. This is this is not capitalism. This is what's called crony capitalism. It's really a form of fascism where the government and big business collude. And the little guy is the enemy. 
why why would why would a big chain restaurant want a local restaurant to compete I wish I could raise have a fundraised fundraising for restaurants to pay their fines just all of you open up and we'll pay your fines we'll be back the Dennis Prager show okay all I'm Dennis Prager and uh, let's uh, go to some of your calls in Chicago Ann. hello Ann. hi um, I'm calling from Chicago. My name is Ann, and I just wanted to make one comment when you were saying, how do we reverse any of this? And I remember that comment. I don't know who it was at the Founding Fathers when they said, um, you can't legislate morality. Um, you know, laws can be created for immoral people, but no law will help an immoral people. And so I think from a personal standpoint, we all need to return ourselves to a moral principle and affect others and affect that in our just local sense in order to, because we can't think that elections and, and politicians are going to solve things for us. Well, I, I, I agree. The problem is that politicians can ruin things for us. That's, that's the issue. When the left takes over, and by the way, there are leftists who lead uh, personally uh, moral lives. It is possible for people who lead moral lives to destroy a good society. The linkage between personal integrity and wisdom is very small. We have had no wisdom, and no wisdom is the mother of macro destruction. Life is complex. That's why pointing to the president's personal foibles is so is so pointless. The amount of good he did so dwarfs whatever sins he has personally committed. There's just there's no comparison. And the amount of awful things that leftists have done dwarfs the the decency that some of them may have in their personal lives. That's why I, I always found, oh, I, I like this guy. I'm voting for him. Well, so what? Likeable, likeable people can do unbelievable damage. And people who are obnoxious personally can do a massive amount of good. Ideally, you have both. You're personally decent and you do a lot of good. You don't pick your surgeon based on their integrity. Right? You have two, you have two surgeons. I, I made this analogy in the 2016 election all the time. You don't, you don't choose almost anybody other than a business partner. Their, their integrity is number one. You have two surgeons. You, you have a, a terrible cancer, malignant tumor. You choose the one who has a great family life or the one who has a great record in conquering cancer. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Hi, 
Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 